Hey there, this is Ben Currier, self-proclaimed world's number one failure. In this podcast, we'll learn about the hardest moments my guests faced and the failures they endured on their path towards making it. I hope you enjoy. Hey there, friends of failure, and welcome to this week's episode of the Failure Guy podcast. I am here with my friend, Phil Deason. Phil, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> Phil here is a TikTok legend um, in the sense that I don't know about TikTok, so I know the legend of what I've seen. Do you want to give yourself um, a little, well, I like to start with a, a pump up, a humble brag, shameless self-promotion. What are you going to call like bragging about all the cool metrics you've got so that when we talk about the mess ups and the failures, you won't feel so bad? True. Okay. So um, my name is Philip or King Random as a lot of people call me um, or the Skittles King even. I started making content in like early 2019 and after just two days, I gained 10,000 followers, um, millions of views and hundreds of thousands of likes. And instantly I thought, you know, I should become a content creator because if I can gain publicity quickly, then I can just do it for the rest of my life. How old are you, by the way? I am 23. I actually turned 23 like last week. Happy yeah. belated birthday. Well, thank you. That's exciting. So you, when did you see, you said you started this how long ago? Three years ago? February 13th of 2019 is when I started. Okay. So right around your 20th birthday. Yeah, actually. Just before, I mean, a couple months before. Just, just before, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then you put out some randomness, uh, as a king of yeah. random would do, and then people bought into it or whatever. How do you get millions of views? Did, like, you get shared by somebody popular, or how does that even happen? Well, first of all, I like to mention that I'm I, I'm not the king of random. That that's already that's already a channel. So I'm just king random. <laughs> well, you're K one N G R A N D zero M, right? Yes, it is a bit complicated. Some people told me, but I mean, if you put just K1, you got the whole name. Well, yeah, but also it just sucks when you have to spell things out for people all the time, you know? Yes, yes. Other than that, I think it's pretty great. And, you know, who doesn't like randomness? True, true. I, I love it. <laughs> I live by it. So did you start by doing these little, well, I'll call them skit tools, like little skits. Did you start by doing these little skittles? I love these puns that you're doing. Uh, yes. Um, my, well, I started earlier, like a long time ago on Vine and in between that gap between like 2015 and 2019, I didn't do anything. So I went straight into making content and I actually started with YouTube, mm -hmm. but my audience didn't, you know, kick up, um, until I went on to TikTok. So uh, but Skittle Designs was the first thing, the very first thing that I even thought of. Like it was just a pop in my head. I can't remember if it was from a commercial or TV or mm -hmm. video or a picture. I just randomly thought of it and I went for it. So, so when you say Skittles Designs, almost like those things, I forget what they're called. I think they're called perler beads, actually, where you line them up and you can iron them. Those weird little circular beads. Or like um, I was going to say fudge what's that other thing um you're basically using skittles to make pixelated art pixel art yeah yes well at first i used the top of my head so like for a month or two i was going straight from the top of my head just making random patterns i thought you and you used the top of your head as a surface to put things on i was like that's interesting well that would be even cooler but i mean my head would work better because i've got no hair you've got quite a bit Oh, I'm losing it. Believe me, I'm losing it. A lot of people don't notice it, but I'm losing it. <laughs> I've accepted it. One of these days, you'll get rid of it. I shed a tear that day, but it was for the better, for sure. Yeah, I mean, having this kind of hair is just a huge nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> how much, exactly. uh, like, how often do you cut it? The last time I cut it was probably last year sometime. Okay. How'd you know you could grow a beard? Because honestly, dude, it took me till two years ago to learn I could grow a beard. And I feel like an idiot. I had wasted at least a decade and a half with no beard. And I could have had a beard. I mean, I've had facial hair since I was like 11. So I thought I couldn't grow up top. I couldn't grow down bottom. You know, I thought the same thing. I also thought when you bald your entire head, you know, you lose hair. But that's 
not how it works. Well, it depends. I think there's a few different ways of how it works. Like if you're you got alopecia or whatever, who the f- knows? I'm not going to go talking about stuff I don't know, but I don't. The kind of bald I got is a slow stroll into like you can start seeing through the spiky hair and then you can see more and more. And then you're like, oh, man. I went to Europe with my cousin and we were like watching, we did like 60 hours of video and I was watching all the videos and I was like, oh man, yep. I got to shave it. Cause this looks terrible. That was like the, we didn't even do anything with the videos. It was amazing too. Europe was awesome. Well, I feel the same now. I mean, I went to my brother's graduation uh, on the 22nd and my hair, I, I usually wear a hat because when my, when the wind is in my hair, it blows around in different directions and it looks like terrible. Like it, it's awful and it makes me very insecure. So, I mean, that's pushing me towards shaving my head, but I'm also 23. Honestly, dude, just, you should do it. You should. I mean, even if you grow up, who gives a shit? you can try it out and see, but also you could hang on for dear life. It's up to you. True. But either way, you didn't use your head as the canvas. Like I originally thought you did. Well, you were using uh, surfaces. Yes. To like make what kind of art? I mean, like, what were you making with it? Um, when I first started out, I used a table, so I've seen one where you go down the whole table and you line them all up and, uh, you say it took a long time to do it or something. So I hope that people care 10 hours. I don't even remember if that's right. I think it took like, it took from 8am to 8pm, but then I also had to record it and destroy it and organize it. So the design probably took around like 12 to 14 hours and the rest of it had I don't count for it. So, but it was like for the listeners, it was like an eight foot long table and you went row by row of Skittles, putting each one individually, uh, usually in color order, like by a whole line of one color kind of thing. I mean, yeah, it was a whole order. Like you, you do an entire row of like yellow or green and purple. Um, and, and it took a long time and it was, it was, it was terrible, but the, the end result was beautiful. But after I made the design, um, someone pointed out that I didn't make it in the rainbow format, you know, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. Oh, where'd you biff? Yes. So I thought, why don't I just do it again? I don't have a job. I have nothing but time. So I did it again. You have all the Skittles still. I have, well, uh, you, you only ate half. <laughs> that's a long story. I have a lot of Skittles, but it's not the original amount of Skittles. Got it. They pointed that out. And I thought, you know, I should just make it again. I made it again. The first video got over 16 million views, which I made, I made nothing from. I didn't make a single dollar. Just like to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Well, you spent money to get Skittles, I imagine. You lost money. Yes. And it was also before the creator fund. So technically speaking, I mean, it's kind of an investment. I look at it as an investment. Me too. Yeah. I, I mean, because yeah. for the longest time I was paying to teach people Excel, like my, which is what my business is now. So like you got it yeah. for some time. You gotta like, you know, just put stuff out there and, and uh, eat the initial cost, hoping that people will understand what you're going for. So you're, I don't know the history of TikTok. So you're saying there's a, there was a time when you couldn't make money through it and then they started this program where you could? Yes. First in 2018, it started as, as Musical.ly. And then when I hopped in, um, in the beginning of 2019, it was TikTok. And then they didn't bring the creator fund in until... 2020 if i'm correct yeah august of 2020 so you were pretty early on tiktok because you knew the name of it before it yes i i was pretty early on tiktok because i remember being on reddit and seeing stuff come in with a little tiktok logo and i was like get this out of here i thought the same thing I, you know because i was like what is what, what uh, it just seemed like it was like um trying too hard to promote itself but yes it worked obviously most definitely they're like the most downloaded app now and it's insane to think about so i have a question so i hate tiktok but only because whenever my experience with it is usually like the same things over and over and over and over and the same songs and people dancing stupidly how do you make sure you avoid that like i have tiktok but i'm too scared to use it because i know it's gonna get once i hit the wrong things in the algorithm i'm gonna be getting the same weird songs and the no 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 and all that other stuff how do you how do you do it right see usually you just um what I personally do is I just watch videos I'm interested in. So 
the power of TikTok is, in my opinion, amazing because mm-hmm. with YouTube, you have to like, you know, get out of the video, go look for another one. But with TikTok, all you have to do is just scroll. So if you don't like a video, all you do is just swipe that button. Takes like a fraction of a millisecond. And how long are the videos? There are they sixteen seconds or is it up to sixty? What's the what's the limit? Uh, when I first started, it was like fifteen seconds, thirty seconds, and very rarely. And then I later figured out sixty seconds, which is a minute. Uh huh. Not that long ago, they brought three minutes, and now people are making videos that are ten minutes long. Is that the max? That is the max. I don't have access to it. I don't know how you get access to it. Oh, snap. There's a, yeah. there's a, some people have extra time. Yeah. I watched uh, numerous five to 10 minute videos and it's time consuming. So not that much, but yeah, I mean, five to 10 minutes at a time. Yeah. But you, you just stick to your niche. And usually what I do is I pick days and times where I, I make content. And when I make content, I don't look at videos at all because it distracts me from making content. Uh, that's a great way to look at it. Cause one of the things I've been told and I try to do, but not successfully all the time is become a, uh, a content creator, not a content consumer. And so if you're doing too much of the consumption piece, uh, you can get lazy, but also you get a lot of good ideas too. Yeah. That's, that's why it's, you know, There's pros and cons with everything, but with TikTok becoming a content creator and a content consumer, Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it different, you know, it just weighs itself out. You know, you watch like hours of videos, but you also get ideas, inspiration, you know, you can build off of it, do as, you know, all this stuff. On TikTok specifically that they encourage people to use the same like meme that uh, whatever, whether it's a song or a video song combination or whatever, like there's always like if you're not what staying up to date on that stuff, you can't use the same ones that other people are doing. Right. Cause I think if you, I have no idea. I'm just like speaking from what little knowledge I have, but if you're going to go make a new video, it'll tell you, Oh, all these songs are trending or this thing is trending. And then you can hop onto that. If you got a good idea to like tag with it. Yeah. When or is that not your style? Totally original other stuff. I'm usually like 99% original. So what I do is I get trendy songs, but I, I put my own take on it. Mm-hmm. So I can't really give like examples from the top of my head, but usually if someone does a trend, I basically feed off of that and figure out what are they doing in the trend? How are they doing the trend? And I just be like, you know, I'm just Skittles. How do I interpret this into my kind of content, my kind of niche? Mm-hmm. It, it plays out. So do you love Skittles that much or are you now like caught in this thing that you're trying to get away from? <laughs> That's the whole thing that I'm kind of thankful about talking. Um, you know, I, in the original, you know, when I first started making TikTok videos, the first thing um, I, I loved making Skittle designs. I loved eating it. I, I like being portrayed as a Skittles king, you know? Yeah, I have a quick question. I hate the f- right. green apple transition from lime green. I don't know what your what your take on it is. Okay, so everyone I know has a take on it, but because I am, you know, quote unquote, the Skittles king. You going Sweden on that? No, I, I eat Skittles. All right. Sweden, meaning like the one that doesn't take a side is neutral. Oh, you're you're going <laughs> to. You're the Sweden of Skittles, meaning you're not going to go lime or green apple. Are those the two, yeah. I mean, technically speaking, you know, from a, you know that kind of standpoint, I am in the middle. I am neutral. You know, I don't go lime or green apple. I don't dislike yellow or purple. I just like all Skittles. Are those flavors yellow, purple? Yeah, it's. This tastes like yellow. What is it? I know orange is orange. Lemon and grape is obvious i mean i have bags of skittles somewhere like a plethora of them but what sucks is that even if you're on the fence if even if you're in the middle of the road you cannot yeah. eat the lime ones anymore you gotta eat green apple so right unless you got old bags i do have both i do have green apple and lime but Ooh. like i said i just eat skittles because they're good but at the same time i mean skittle designs it's just i don't like it anymore <laughs> <laughs> Well, so here I'm going to give you the floor or a podium, a soapbox, so to speak, to make your plea to Skittles to to some sort of like formally 
fund you, back you, provide you with Skittles. I mean, clearly you're on the you're on the ropes. You want to jump off the Skittles train if they uh, provide you with anything. I imagine that might help. Well, the thing is, is like, well, I. I like to have a motivation. I like to have like the top of the pyramid. I want to be able to go up to it knowing that there's something at the end for me, no matter how much hours, you know, how much time or how many hours I put into it. Mm -hmm. I am perfectly fine with, you know, slaving away at making Skittle designs. The thing is, is I don't have motivation. I mean, if Skittles comes to me and they're like, Hey, we want to partner with you, or we even want to make like a few videos for you. Or here's, here is 10,000 Skittles. Do do a video. You'd say yes, please. Well, <laughs> I mean, I have uh, how many? How many? I don't even know if that's a lot. How many is a lot of skittles? Like, how many do you go through? Well, I have twenty two thousand five hundred thirty two skittles, and I did count them for each color. And um, it took me wait twenty two five thirty two of each color or total. Oh no, I'd have like a, a huge amount. I can cover a room with probably that. I have. Like a few thousand of each color, the most being green, but I did count each color. So, okay. Do you have a spreadsheet? No, I ripped it up for some reason. I wrote on the back of it, not knowing what I had on the other front or on the other side. Uh -huh. But I took um, I took the bin of one color and got an empty bin. And I just started counting it, switching, you know, mm -hmm. you know, storage bins. So, yeah, twenty-two thousand five hundred thirty-two. But then you can't use them up or you have to keep subtracting them. Like you got to keep a constant like checkbook of your Skittles. There is a lot that went down in order for, and for the Skittles to, you know, gain number and also lose because I've lost some and I've also eaten some. Yeah. And I've added on thousands. So I do have to count again. You pop, pop in mouth minus one, minus two, minus three. Oh, yeah. Well, and <laughs> That is, there is like so many questions when it comes to making Skittle designs. And one of them is being, do you eat them while you make the design? The answer is no, because they go on a table. I touch them with my hands and they go back and forth. Unless I buy a new bag of Skittles, I am not going to eat my Skittle design. So. But what if you haven't put it down yet? You, you, you got a new Skittle that's about to go down. You could pop that in your mouth easy. As long as it's a fresh new bag of Skittles. Okay. You know, it's going to be a freshie. Yeah. Cause I'm what some people like to say, a, a germaphobe, you know, or a Skittles purist. Yeah. As long as the Skittle comes out of the bag fresh, I'll eat it. If it touches the nasty Skittles or on the table, uh -huh. I'm done. Can't eat it. Can't even risk it. So those are permanently art Skittles at that point. Yes. <laughs> They've turned it from food into art. Yes. Or art supplies. Art supplies. Yes. A creativity just. You, know. you said you said you don't you don't have a lot of motivation. What what motivates you? What is your goal these days? What do you have any uh, new ventures you're going into, or like things that are motivating you in a different direction? Well, see, that's a different that that's a difficult topic to get into because like I'll, I'll get into it, but it's like of course difficult topics are where it's at. You won't get much of an answer. Oh, that's um, not true. Come on. Well, you'll get an answer. It just won't be a good one. You know. For you never know. But the thing is, is like when I get into making content, I get into it. Once I find like that one video, even if it's just, you know, a very, you know, not time consuming video, I'll still do it. And mm -hmm. then right when I start, I cannot stop. But one little thing will just, you know, it would just destroy the entire process. And my motivation right now is I don't know. I have no idea what it is. I don't know if it's money, fame, fortune, you know, a certain person, a certain thing. That's a good spot to be in, though. How so? Well, so first of all, you're saying it's easy to get derailed when you're doing one of your things, right? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. So, like, the motivation's hard to keep up once you start a thing. But also, yes. if you don't know what you want, money, fame, a, you know, significant other, that's good because if you're like oh i want money like that's not a great motivator meaning if you don't know what your motivation is that's a good journey to go along finding if you already got a, a motivator that sucks 
that's worse and you could easily have one of those so at least you're like kind of opening yourself up to the universe of what could happen and what could maybe entice you that is that is true and that's a great way to look at it because i've been just looking at like you know i've been like super depressed and stressed i don't want to get into that but like hey, it's a whole thing it's it happens to the breast of us you know is what i like yeah. to say because it's dumb and it's funny but so do you feel like all right first of all you don't have to create content i mean it's a it's choose your own adventure this life that we huh. leave leave lead you know that meaning like you don't have to do food things you don't have to do anything really so i mean if you're going to create content it could be just like what other type of stuff do you like as much as skittles or even if you didn't like skittles that much to begin with what are some things that you like find yourself you can't get enough of that activity or that thing well like addicted to in a hopefully healthy way so I like the concept of making content. So I like, you know, waking up in the morning, editing, planning ahead, brainstorming, and then creating content throughout the entire day. But when it comes to what certain thing I like to do, mm -hmm. I like to do everything. And that is why I gave my name King Random and other people, you know, would call me random and they would, you know, portray me as some other actor who's random. Mm -hmm. But I like to do everything. I do wanted to get it. I do want to get into podcasts. I want to get into challenges, uh, baking, um, just doing literally everything. So, challenges and baking. What does that mean? I mean, they're two separate things. The so challenges is its own item, and then baking is another one. Well, baking in the concept of you know, some people like to bake because they like you know to make creative things and they like to make tasty things. I would just do things that nobody has done before but the concept of baking you know okay like what i mean like what's an example i know you have to come up with something no nothing's done that's been done before so you're on the spot so instead of baking inside of a bowl you can bake something in like a plastic bag or something so you have like plastic like a plastic bag so when you when you mix stuff into a bowl it's so easy you know heat and plastic don't mix right no, well, you don't put it in the oven. Oh, okay. You just mix it in the bag. You're talking about mixing it. Got it. But you have to put it in the bag and you have to make sure to like stir it and not like, you know, have it spill over. This is just from the top of my head. This is just something. Right sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just making sure I understand. I thought the plastic was going in the oven, but no, you're just talking about the receptacle. That's no, no, no. I mean, it could be a challenge, but it's, it's going to epically fail. So <laughs> yeah, no, you don't want that. So all right now now reset i mean for me mentally i'm using a plastic thing to mix some shit. is that what you're i mean yeah there could be other things like you can make it in a gift bag you can stir it on like okay um this is pre-baking though who cares what it was what was put in right yeah you, you could just use a you know a blow dryer and you could just try and cook that oh yeah slap something on a radiator yeah exactly see you just you just you know each other's ideas so yeah this sounds like homeless uh like improv cooking well you can make it into whatever you want i guess okay but you know it's just there's numerous combinations of what you can do i was amazed when i uh made my first cheesecake have you ever made a cheesecake yeah i the only thing i've made was brownies and cookies that's it well try a cheesecake because it doesn't seem like it's something that goes in the oven but it does and then you got to also like have it like above water or in a watery thing and it can crack i don't know there's a whole process and then you have to cool it off for a long time too so yeah it's like eight hours in the fridge at least but so delicious but you can mess it up many ways yeah i know the process my grandpa's done it a lot and i know people who have done it every single year but i haven't done it so i know for a fact i'm going to fail but hey that's my challenge to you is make a cheesecake and then send me a picture and see how it is because i i'm kind of craving one right now now that we're talking about it. i'm just gonna write, i'm gonna write down cheesecake just so i don't forget to get some later i mean i got a pen and a huge calendar so i can do that for sure cheesecake challenge it it like rolls right off the top i wrote down calendar that's not what i wanted so. well that's okay we we got that down if if it if you try to make a cheesecake and it comes out as a calendar i'll be very impressed uh, <laughs> That should go in the Guinness workers, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would think a cheesecake could be a clock more than it could be a calendar. 
because it's circular. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But who the hell knows? You put it in, right? And then you videotape it, and it comes out as a giant f***ing skittle. That's a cheesecake. That would be crazy. That would be intense. <laughs> it would take a lot of time. I'm glad I'm not having to do any of these things. I can just riff on whatever. Okay, so along the lines of failure, has there been a time where you've put a ton of time either into a video that didn't do as well as you hoped or a ton of time into one that didn't even get released? There was quite a bit of videos that I did that failed. And one of them was uh, making, like covering the table in Skittles, but in the rainbow format. Oh, because you said that one didn't do well. Because the first time yeah. you did it, no Roy G. Biv, you were like, okay, Redux, we're going to do it rainbow style. And then everyone's like, we basically saw this, but. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same thing, different concept. But it got less than like 10,000 views within like a couple of months. So I was trying to like repost it and get the publicity that it deserved. Uh-huh. I wasn't looking for 16 million views. You know, I reached that. I'm perfectly happy with it. If it got like 10,000 views, like in the first hour, cool. A hundred thousand views. Great. You could stop there, but no, it, it didn't even get close to what I wanted it to. If you want to be uh, humbled, podcast statistics are humbling. So when you release a podcast episode, right? Mm-hmm. Seven days later, how many downloads do you think you need to be in the top 50%? A thousand? 26. To be in the top the 1%, sticks. you only have to be uh, 3,096, I think. That's a huge jump. But still, top 1% is 3,000 in a week. That's insane compared to the numbers you're talking about, even just YouTube numbers. Any metric of anything podcasting is not easy i was one year into podcasting i was still having one download a day days so if you ever get into it don't be expecting anything yeah but that that's what's difficult is because i didn't start with nothing technically speaking i started on tiktok with basically millions of views yeah you went out the gate just straight to went out the gate hundreds of thousands of views thousands of followers within a couple of months I reached 100K within four months. I reached 200K. So it went by quickly. There were little times where I made content that I had no idea what I was doing and that nobody knew I was making. I made that content and it became you know, terrible with views, get like 10 views maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I basically started with a lot. And throughout, you know, I, I've had a lot of humble beginnings in the middle, if that makes sense. Yeah, or like on Vine or whatever you were doing before. You said you weren't on Vine. Oh, Vine was terrible. Vine was terrible. I get you. <laughs> I got like, I got one single loop and that was it. Nothing more. <laughs> so how do you make it so that you don't focus so much on the metrics? Is there any uh, like hacks with your own brain or do you ha- or do, does it not matter? You have to know. Like if, if, it, if it got only a thousand views or whatever, would you be upset no matter what way you try to frame it in your mind? So I would be upset, but the thing is, is that I can't look into it more. So there's two things that I do. The first thing is I focus on the people. There's 10 people in it who find it creative or give me compliments or even critique it and tell me what I did wrong. It helps me. And those 10 people can change it. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing is just, you know, loving the process of it. So if I do something and I love the process of it and it gets less views, then I'm still happy because I didn't waste three hours or 10 hours of my time doing something that I disliked. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things I think about is the people and the adventure. Well, those are great because a lot of times, well, like I was saying with the podcasting thing, or when, when, when you're not sure of what the result will be and you can't control like how many people watch it, you know, you can just control yes. how many you make or how much time and energy you put into it since the two things you're talking about are all based on the stuff you can control which is like how you implement someone's feedback or the adventure that you have uh or like create that's great because you're controlling whether or not the outcome that you want happens and then ideally it blows up from there but at least if you can get pleasure out of the doing it and whatever people you do get to reach I mean, then you're already winning. If you are a professional looking at the European startup scene, Germany is a place you cannot miss. Fortunately for you, there is startuprad.eo, the authority on German startups. 
This English-only podcast brings you fresh interviews each week. Most likely, you have never heard or read anything on these startups before in English, but you will in the future. Be ahead of the curve and subscribe to StartupRad.eo podcast or check for the StartupRad.eo internet radio station. Check your Alexa for the StartupRad.eo skill as well. Well, the thing with TikTok is, is no matter what, at some point, I feel like your video is always going to skyrocket, you know, because I used to give myself the, you know, the few hour rule. If it wasn't viral in a few hours, uh, the the video would never get viral or popular, which I later learned was incorrect. That's not how it works. Did you delete them at that point or something? Well... Back in the day, I would delete them and repost them. I didn't figure out that I could just private them and then bring them back. Okay. Yeah, so I just lost my train of thought on that one. It's you said you said that there was a, originally you thought if it was a few hours in and didn't oh. get any views, then you're screwed. But apparently, not the case. Yes. So then I would give myself a 24 hour rule, and after that, if it wasn't popular, then then you know it would never become popular. But it's not correct because like I've had videos where I made it and then two weeks later, it would just blow up. And the perfect example is the Skittles in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. I posted that. It got maybe 250,000 views. And I was like, okay, perfect. This is great. I'm happy. I'm satisfied with the amount of views that I got and the attention. And then two weeks later, it just started going up by hundreds of thousands of views like every 10 minutes. And I was just like flipping out, you know? Could you track it, track it to something, to somebody popular, share it or something? Or how do you, is there a way to to figure out why something happened like that? I would. Okay. Yeah. There is sometimes where I figure out that, um, maybe like two people would notice it and then, um, and then they would duet it and they have a popular, you know, fan base and then they would bounce off. What's a duet? That's like a remix thing or whatever the hell it's it's side by side of the original video and you. Yeah, duet is a side-by-side. Basically, you're reacting or doing something funny or related to it. A stitch is where you take the original video and you add on to it. Stitch? Yeah. Okay. That's what a stitch is. So. Gotcha. What do you prefer to do? Neither. I don't duet or stitch. I thought so. You're the one who's getting duetted and stitched. Yeah, which is something I need to do. I think I need to do every aspect of TikTok. At least try it so you know what it's like. Well, I've tried a couple videos, but it was back in the day and had nothing to do with what I wanted to do. It's just something that I thought was a little bit funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it wasn't my niche, it didn't pick up at all. Instead of stitching, you call it skitching because Skittles, skitching. Man, you just come up with these left and right, man. It's- I mean, I'm not going to stop. I'm writing each one down as I come up with it. I haven't even used sk- literally or whatever I said before we started. <laughs> oh, literally, something like that. <laughs> but skitching is a thing uh, there used to be a video game back in the day called sketching it's like when you're rollerblading and you grab onto the back of a car and ride oh yeah i'm talking about i don't know that i think it's called sketching <laughs> and so the skittles version would be you could take any video that's not like you know it's kind of like tangentially related to food or something and then you sketch it and add skittles to the end of it or in some way tr- transform it yeah well i mean there was one time where um, I was doing a duet with somebody and they were in like this candy land place. Mm-hmm. I was just like, you know, like freaking out. And then I started pouring Skittles everywhere all over me. And the song in the background was, uh, was it pour some sugar on me. And it was, it was a great video. Yeah. I loved it. And the cleanup was horrible because it was all over the entire dining room. But in the end, I mean, it was kind of fun. So I've done that. But in the aspect of making Skittle designs and duets or stitching, I haven't done that yet. So I know. Do they still have this? Is it still Taste the Rainbow? Is that still their slogan? Yeah, it's still Taste the Rainbow. It's like Fear have you, Taste the Rainbow or something like that. Have you ever heard of Miracle Berries or Miracle Fruit? No. So will it give me a miracle? Because I need one. <laughs> uh, kind of. You can do this thing called flavor tripping. So Miracle Berries or Miracle Fruit that you, you can get. Uh, freeze-dried ones off like amazon it'll be a little tablet you put it on your tongue and it dissolves and then for like two or three hours things taste weird and it's like really like you could take a lemon that would usually make you pucker like crazy and then instead after your 
taking the miracle fruit, you can just eat a whole lemon and it tastes amazing. Like lemonade It's like sugary and sweet. And so I don't know how Skittles would taste on that, but you should definitely do that as part of the thing. Cause taste the rainbow and then flavor tripping. And they're called miracle berries. I'll send you like a link to uh, an Amazon thing, whatever. I always do the same package that I got and I'd have flavor tripping parties at work where I bring in the miracle fruit stuff. And then I bring in all sorts of stuff like strawberries and lemons and whatever, all sorts of stuff that might taste good or weird. And then people would be like, this doesn't, this isn't going to happen. This isn't even real. And then I'd have them take the stuff and then we would wait a little bit and they'd be like, holy shit, this is amazing. This tastes like the best lemonade ever or whatever, you know? And so, and they've tried beforehand. And they're like, "This is way too sour to even touch." Yeah, like it's really interesting. Um, and I found the link already, so you're gonna, I'm going to pop that in the chat. Mystify the rainbow, taste the rainbow, something like that. Miracle, the miracle of the rainbow. So that's the one I got. There's different kinds, but it's a it's a fruit that grows, and then they just um, apparently, I think what people can do is um, people with diabetes can take this these uh tablets and then things that aren't sugary taste sugary yeah is i think the idea behind it but uh they're really cool they're really weird and it's pretty cheap so i say definitely do it uh because it's a wild thing to have your taste buds report back the wrong thing so do you eat it and then eat the other thing or do you eat I think you like let it dissolve in your mouth and like try to let it rumble around your taste buds to make sure. It's... Oh, wow. I definitely got to try that out. Yeah, I wrote it down as well. And I'm but don't do it, it like before Thanksgiving dinner or something like don't do it if you don't if you want to be able to taste stuff in a little bit. Yeah, that's true. OK, I'll remember that. Actually, I'll probably forget it. <laughs> Honestly, no one really hears about it. So you could be if you made a video about it, people would be like blown away that it exists. Probably. Because I don't hear people talk about it either. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'll write it down, but I have like uh, a huge list of multiple kind of, you know, content ideas. Put all of them, put them into a, like, get a big hat or some burrow or something, put a piece of paper in it and then pull out randomly an idea. Well, I mean, I got, I got to figure out, you know, I can, I King random, you know? I mean, I could, I could do that. It's just, I need to do the video and that's the difficult part. For well, me that's why you would be like, okay, I've got a hundred ideas in this hat and I'm going to do whatever one I pick right now. Cause I'm King random and this is going to be random. All right. All right. All right. It's up to you though. I, I mean, I, I don't tell you what to do, but I think it, it would be a great way to randomize the process. Yeah. Well, that was a, that I think it is still kind of a trend, but it was a trend where people would have like certain drafts and they're, account and there would be like 300 and they'd be like choose a number one through 300 mm -hmm. so i probably do something like that but there you go yeah number them i like that well i've got i've got comedy skits that i've numbered so i have like a hundred plus ideas of those i love it comedy skittles skit uh, the fact that skit is in skittles and it's you gotta use that little skits you did say that earlier i'll write that down for sure I know you got to write that down because I mean, what they are is little skits. I mean, TikTok's short form skits. Yeah, true, true. Interesting. Huh. Well, what else did I want to say? Hold on. Here we go. Cheesecake challenge. Write that down just because I, 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 just because I'm. Oh, yeah, I got that. Okay, good. Uh, well, what else do they have here? Motivation, easy to get derailed. I don't know how to help. I don't know how to make sure. What what derails you? Like frustration with the process, or uh, something getting in the way, um, or just a distraction? When it comes to making videos, I have like a a system that my brain goes through the entire video making process. The beginning of it, I'm excited. During it, I'm not as excited. It was not as fun, and it, and it did not go out as planned. And the end, I love the end, and the editing is beyond amazing. So, all right. So the part where you don't like that second part. What parts, what is it that you don't like about it? The entire process. If, if it's just Skittle designs, it's just the process of making the Skittles because I have ADHD. Me too. So do you listen to music while you do it? I listen to music and podcasts. Okay. That's good. I'm trying to think of what other ways to make it more interesting. Could you just do, you know, a row at a time, take a break kind of thing? Well, 
that's the problem. If I take a break, I'll, I'll take a break and it's like a long break. So, so dude, this is an, is an ADHD clock or supposedly. So like you flip it like this, it'll give me a five minute timer. Whoa. You flip it like this. It'll give me a 15 minute timer, 30, 60 or whatever, 45, what? 60. And then, and then you turn it back to zero and it goes to the thing, but it'll go. What? So you could do like a five minute one pretty quickly. Just go boop. And then, oh, that's 60. I can't see. Oh, it even shows. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, my gosh. I need that. Isn't that nice? And then it goes off. It's called an ADHD clock. I'm pretty sure. Oh, my gosh. I will find. I'll send you the link to that, too. Because that's my problem, too, is I'm like, I forget that I was supposed to be breaking and going back to the thing. Yeah. Well, when I'm listening to music or a podcast, um, that little tiny gap in between a podcast or in between music is when I lose the concentration and just like get out of focus and just like, wait, I thought I wanted to do this or do that. And Oh my gosh, what's happening. And then I start thinking and it's a huge problem. Well, so. that's so uh, like my, when I'm doing chores, I get yeah. bored. It's like I'm doing laundry or something. I'll get bored partway through the, the laundry process. And then what I'll do is I'll go do some other cleaning activity. Like, mm-hmm organizing my desk but what i'll do is take like something ridiculous like a plunger and put it on the kitchen table or something something that's like oh this is out of place oh because i didn't finish the laundry and so like i have these weird relics to like remind me of stuff just because they're so out of place and then i weave my way back through my chore journey to do the things that i was too bored to do dang the more you know, that is that is an interesting thing to do. And then you have all these weird little things that are <laughs> reminding you. But if you don't finish them, then you just have weird things around the place. That is true. But it's a cool way to, I mean, because I get so bored during chores. So I like to just switch it up a lot. And then, but I can't forget what I was doing. So I just, I literally have, it could be anything. If I'm going to do, if it was on the keyboard and I got to go somewhere, just put something on top of the keyboard, like a giant piece of paper. Yeah. Whatever makes sense, because you also don't want to not get distracted. I don't want to do too much to not get my, <laughs> I don't want to ruin my distraction. Well, here's the thing. Um, I have like little random spurts of energy. So if I'm sitting down or doing something or being lazy, I have like this random jilt of energy where I just get up and I start doing everything. Mm. And I love those, but they don't last as long as I want them to. But I think I can figure out maybe a pro- um, figure out the problem with the motivation and slacking, I feel like I need discipline Mm. because I've grown up my entire life with luck in my opinion. Yeah. You've stumbled into some things where it didn't take a lot of discipline to get there. Yeah. So when I was growing up, I, I wasn't the kind of person to get consequences because I kept to myself, you know, if I did one thing bad and Mm -hmm. I would get a consequence, it wasn't as severe. And then I would be like, okay, this is bad. I'll get a consequence and I would never do it again. But then I would do something else that was bad. And then I would get, you know, a consequence and I'd be like, okay, I don't like this. And I would start to be like the godchild. But I don't have discipline. I think that's what I need. Because no one's giving you consequences right now, yourself included. Well, I don't think it's about the consequence. Maybe it's about the consequences. I just need something to like put my life in order. And I think discipline. Yeah, I don't know if it's about consequences. I think it's about just like, like in the military, how they have like strict schedules. And if you don't do it, you know, you'll get yelled at or something. And and then you have to do certain things and that, you know, gets them disciplined and they, you know, change. But I use this software and I say use loosely. And my goal is to use the software more, but it's called Rise, R-Y-Z-E. And they, uh, it tracks everything you're doing on your computer, which probably sounds bad, but meaning it'll be like, you can, you know, classify if I'm in uh, Adobe premiere, that's work. Cause I'm like cutting a video or whatever you're doing. I do myself an audition, but if I'm on zoom, like that's podcasting related. If I'm on LinkedIn, that can be networking, but you can classify each of the things and it'll just watch what you're doing and put it into the buckets for you and report on how it works, like what you're doing with your time. And you can be like, oh, I want to spend X amount of hours doing content creation while 
you did not do that. You spent, you know, this is how you spend it, but it does it all on its own once you like set up some of those things. But either way, it'll track the stuff you're doing regardless. Is it an app or a software? It's software. And actually, I, I have, uh, I can show you where to get it. So it's a, I'm obsessed with lifetime software deals. So you pay one time and you never have to pay again. You have it for life. So I, have it for life i've got like 170 something other things for life i've spent like almost 12 grand on this one website that has lifetime software deals but i like them for example my podcasting here i have i can do up to 15 podcasts i can have 15 terabytes a month of downloads which is 750,000 downloads a month which you heard those numbers earlier i basically have an infinite amount of downloads and for life i'm never gonna have to if i'm homeless i can still podcast and everything so like meaning i love the lifetime deal wow. stuff and so uh i think rise is a little expensive on that site usually they're like 49 bucks per thing but i think that might be a little over 100 but you go they do 60 days money back guarantee no questions asked so you can just be like oh i didn't like that give me all the money back and they'll give it to you hmm. so i'll send you that link too i'm sending i'm like sending you a lot of links but it if you use this thing, I've used it a few times, like legitimately, and it's uh, it's improved my um, my ADHD, like just awareness of because you know how you have the time blindness and the other thing. I don't know how much you have you been in like clubhouse and the ADHD rooms and stuff because that's where I learned more about like what it even means to be ADHD and like the different types because there's three types. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, well, I I've listened to a couple of your podcasts and I think you mentioned oh. it. I think you mentioned ADHD being in it. I can't remember the guy's name. He had like a a popular Instagram or something like 15,000 followers or something. I can't remember. Damon Manley, probably uh, the ADHD coach winning, winning with ADHD. I think so. He was the one who, you know, the engagement kind of failed because like, you know, mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Yeah. Failed successfully. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he, uh, well, it, it succeeded ultimately, but he had some, some issues with uh, at least the ring aspect. I don't want to yeah. ruin it no. if people haven't yeah. heard that, but they should go check it out. I'm glad you listened to a couple because um, I expect people haven't when I uh, talk to them. Well, I like listening to podcasts when I'm doing things. And I got to be honest, one of your podcast is probably going to be something I'm going to listen to like every other day on the regular stone. Well, I'll make sure to put in little nuggets of, of info for you specifically. Although who the hell knows? I'm, Okay, so I, I haven't released one in nine or 10 days. It was last Monday. I record like seven a week. So if I'm releasing one or less a week and I'm recording seven a week, that's not, I know math. That doesn't work out. So I got to get releasing more. That's why I have all that video that I don't use because I'm like, I can barely get the audio out. Oh, uh, so does it just take a long time to edit or is it just. I am a freak when it comes to the editing. Yeah. So like, it'll take usually four or five times the amount of time of the interview to edit it because I want to, well, I got to listen to it all and make sure it all sounds good. But then as I'm editing it, I'm also re-listening to the, how I edited it to make sure it sounds like it's good. I don't know. I'll, I'll, cause I know everybody's time on my podcast is their one time usually yeah. that they're going to be on it. So I want to make sure like they sound as good as possible also, I weirdly leave in my mess ups, like if I mess up someone's name and stuff. So like I wanted to have failure in it, but not failure of the guest, you know, so and I want the quality to be good. So I want to remaster everything. Point is, I I got to figure out how to either get someone else to edit it or back off a bit on the perfectionism. But for me, yeah. since it's my thing and, you know, it's uh, I get to control it. I just want to make sure it's as good as it can be. I know I've, I'm on the wrong side of it right now where I it's you can't tell that I'm editing it that much, but I do mo I should be like at least 95% of where I'm at now, instead of getting that extra 5%, I should just move on to the next thing. You know? Yeah. Cause then even when you're done editing it, you got to post it, you got to do the social, you got to come up with all of the paragraphs. I, I upload it to IMDb. Yeah. Well, see, that's actually easy for me, but the, the only problem I have is just doing the video. Everything else comes like, easy so well you should be a guest though is i guess my point because every time you're guesting on a podcast when we hang up here you're done it goes off into the world you don't have to do a damn thing when you're the host unless you've got an editor and all this other stuff yeah i am like an unpaid intern on my own stupid thing so mm -hmm. it's like to pay someone else 
I really should pay somebody else just so I can spend more time working on my actual job. That's interesting. But I don't know how to explain the level of quality that I need someone to do yet. <laughs> so I'm just trying yeah. to figure out like what, uh, how I can convey that. But I don't know if you listen to one, my grandmother, my, uh, my 90 year old Nana, that was like yeah. six, six phone calls. And if I hadn't have done all the crazy editing I did up till then, I wouldn't have been able to get that one to sound good. So I think yeah. since I've done that, I've cared a little bit less, but I also want to start offloading it and figuring out someone to. Uh, well, I mean, if you get an editor, you you can just have them edit. And then after they're done, they're like, okay, here's the final product. And you can be yep. like, I don't like this. I like this. And then you could just, I know secondhand nature, figure out. Meaning I, that's what I got to do. Uh, and there are, there are some people that aren't even that expensive that, that could do it too. Oh, yeah. But uh, it's like letting go of the, uh, it's like saying, hey, just have someone else edit your TikTok videos. You know, you're like, mm, I can't imagine. I can't. Imagine. <laughs> it's just yeah, not making I, any money on it. It's like, it's, you know, who cares? But yeah, I do have to get better at it, at, at giving yeah. up control in all sorts of different ways of my life. I, I There's no need to like, yeah, the listener won't notice the difference between a 95% of my edit and 100% of my edit. They won't notice that. Yeah, that makes sense. It's just, I don't know. It's hard to find somebody who just has that perfection quality, like like you or me, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, especially because it's our own thing, and it's also so stupid. Like the world's number one failure. It's so stupid. The Skittle guy, King. Like both of our things are like we decided to be the number one, just weirdo in a certain variety of or genre, and and. It just that's what motivates me. I think if I could become successful by being the number one failure, that's the funniest thing to me that I would. And if I didn't become successful via my master's degree and my corporate finance and accounting and all the actual legitimate things that people say to do to get successful. And I'm like, I'm the worst. And then I become successful. That's just so stupid. It's I, I would love it. Yeah, successfully. <laughs> So before we get to the final two questions, which are more forward looking, is there any like uh, final thoughts on failure, the concept of failure or uh, historical stuff before we get into the more forward looking items? I usually every time I have someone asks me a question, I usually just blank out, just move on because I, I usually can't come up with questions ever. <laughs> Perfect. So we don't have anything to say on it. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Well, being a guest on the show, you might have heard you get a get out of fail free card. Oh, yeah. This is something else, but I'm going to hand it to you. And it. Oh, sweet. And it bloop. Okay. So the magic of the internet. Now you've got to get out of fail free card. And you can use this to pursue a hobby, a career, a passion, a thing that you've avoided because of the amount of failure. I don't know if you want to be an actor or a musician, a bodybuilder, a, a flight attendant doesn't matter to me what the thing is what would you is there something that you wanted to pursue in life but either the amount of failure that would be involved or just your uh lack of confidence in your abilities has stopped you that you would use that card for that is that is perfect i would have to say acting would definitely have to be one so what are you acting in let's pretend you're already able to be in whatever movie you want like you've got people banging down the door with scripts what what character kind of character are you playing in what kind of movie um, probably more just like a crazy character i don't like to compare myself to people because i like to be my own you know self but like robin mm -hmm. or jim carrey how they could just do like any character and portray, portray it in their own way so it'd be a comedy yeah because i could see you playing like a marvel villain i mean i mean <laughs> Maybe a comedic one. <laughs> what I would want to do is I would want to just um, see how many kind of movies I can portray myself into. Oh. See what your range is? Yeah, because like with Jim Carrey, I think he's done maybe like, yeah, he's done a couple action movies, comedic movies, romance movies, sad movies. But in all of the movies, he's always put his own little Jim Carrey twist in it. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to put my own, you know, just random twist in the kind of movies, but at the same, you know, have a broad spectrum. But like in the sense of like failing with acting, I um, 
when I was growing up, I've always wanted to be an actor. It's like when you were a kid, you've always wanted to be like an astronaut or like a cop, mm-hmm. but you never did anything to be in that field. Therefore, your mindset changes. Um, when I was like 14, maybe 13, I wanted to be an actor because I saw like celebrities and I saw how they lived and how they were in life. Mm-hmm. But I never took classes. I never actually showed an interest to do it. I was just hoping like you said, someone just bang on my door and show some scripts. And I'd be like, all right, I'll dip into it. Why not? I think it's a good thing to use the card for. Cause I'm the same way with stand-up comedy. I want to do stand-up comedy, but I've never gotten up on stage and you do not just get offered a Netflix special out of nowhere. True. And that's what I'm hoping, even though I wouldn't do good in a Netflix special, I just want to skip straight to that part where. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've had a little, I've had a little dip into the acting uh, situation. I took a class my freshman year of high school and it was a theater class. And basically it was just everything like about stages, um, what a dialogue is, what a monologue is, uh, Mm -hmm. different camera angles with, you know, um, with shooting a film. But in the end I got like an F plus or something, (laughs) you know, (laughs) an F plus and some kind of ironic, but like, um, it's not the worst grade it's got a plus sign that is true but like i failed in the class and people around me told me you wanted to be an actor and you failed in a class mm-hmm. that you know pushes you into the acting community so in the end i just gave up on it you know isn't it funny that that is it's literally the f stands for fail and they say you failed the class and this is the failure yeah. guy podcast meaning that's the most literal failure there is because it's, I guess that's probably where a lot of the negative association comes with for people is like failing in school or getting a fail, great pass fail, whatever the whole thing is like, it's very much like, Oh, you didn't do it. So you can't do it. And a lot of people will take like that, that F plus or whatever you want to call it that you got. And they'll say, okay, well, I don't ever want to feel that way again. So I'm going to just never do this thing again. Yeah. That's what I do with acting that believe it or not, it's the same thing with art. I love doing art on the outside, but I never did a a class for art like since fifth grade. So, well, you don't need to be taught it necessarily. I mean, you're making skittle art. Yeah, that's true. But if like, in my, in my opinion, if you have something you love, and then you make it into like a job or like a career, it yeah. kind of changed your entire perspective. And that's how it felt with acting. I thought if this is how it is to act, you mm-hmm. have to do all of these things. I was just like, nah, I can't, I can't do that. I don't want to do it actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, it seems like it'd be fun and you can always, I forget who it was. There's a bunch of actors that started in their like forties and are super famous, meaning like there's always time. You've got more time than I do, but. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, right now I could be president. You cannot be president just based on my age. You've got renting cars and mm-hmm. being a president. Those are the two milestones left. I think for you, 25 and 35. And other than that, there's really not a lot of barriers, uh, <laughs> that are age related <laughs> at 23. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've wanted to take some acting classes because I'm wanting to get into doing comedic skits. Mm-hmm. so but it's tough it's really tough it is super tough and complicated i did a for the first time in my life that i think i did a comedy skit with my friend who lives like literally a block away mm-hmm. and we did a skit i for one could not stop laughing because of the faces he made i couldn't you know <laughs> put the kind of expression on my face that i wanted to mm-hmm. to show them like hey i'm either sad or happy or concerned And it was so difficult to just, and I wasn't really laughing at the fact that, you know, he was in the room. I was like laughing at myself for not being able to portray a certain thing. And then it just would not stop. It was an an endless tunnel. Well, sometimes you can be just so hyper aware of the fact that you're being recorded that you freeze up and can't even act like a normal human being. Cause you're like, Oh, this is all happening. And like, you got to get to the point where you don't even realize the camera's on kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, there's also times where I'm doing like a VR game or something and everything is coming to me like, mm-hmm. like easy. 
But then when someone records me and they tell me that they're recording me, it messes up everything and I just lose all concentration mm -hmm. and I don't have that effect more of being funny and I'm just like all plain and boring. Doesn't it suck? It it's, sucks. It does. <laughs> so I'm like I said, I've never done any stand up, but I have a joke idea written where it's like um that stand-up comedy is totally different than anything else. Cause if you tell someone you're doing stand-up, what are they probably gonna say? I have no idea. I blinked out. <laughs> tell me a joke or something. I would imagine I mean, I would imagine. Oh yeah. Yes. Cause that's like that's the first thing I want you to do. But it's like if someone said they're gonna be a plumber, you're not gonna be like, hey, fix this pipe right now. And then also you judge every which way they use a pipe wrench. <laughs> it's it's like but everyone's like feels comfortable saying, oh, okay, make me laugh right now. And there's no other like profession where you're criticized or like actively judged. Cause if people aren't laughing, you can tell and everyone else can tell. And so it just gets, um, it gets tough, but I'm only speaking hypothetically. Cause again, I've never even done it. That leads me to the last question, which is, uh, I don't like fake it till you make it. Um, I prefer fail it till you nail it. So what's the next thing that you're either currently working on or going to work on? And you're not sure if it's going to work out, but you're going to fail it till you nail it. What would that be? I would probably have to say, I have this video idea for YouTube. The reason why I don't say it is because I'm kind of paranoid that people would take it, you know, because mm -hmm. no one has done it, but everybody has done it, if that makes sense. I'll explain. So I wanted to do the idea to do everything, anything and everything until the day I die. So if someone puts something in the comments, they'd be like, hey, have you done this while holding this, while throwing this? And I'd be like, no. And then I'd try it. Mm. And then it would go further into like going to certain restaurants, trying certain food, um, bungee jumping, you know, breaking a table in half with my feet or my hands or a table. Are these all based on suggestions or are these things that you come up with yourself? Well, these were on the spot. I have like a notebook of just random stuff that, you know, I mean, theoretically, is it like people submitting ideas or is it all things you would come up with yourself? It would be both, but I think it would be more fun and more, you know, um, you know, people would be more involved in it if they were the ones in charge or like in control of what I would do. Maybe like a voting thing where the most voted up, I'd say upvoted with like Reddit, but I have like a huge plan for this. So like. Mm -hmm. Every weekday it would be, okay, so Monday I try food. I do things with food or like water, or milk. Tuesday would be like travel. I'd go to this place, to that place. It's okay. So on and so forth. Um, I've had a very similar idea. Can I tell you what real quick? Well, mine was because I wanted to do a bunch of that I'd never done. Like, and I've avoided a lot of manly things. I, I tell myself I can't do. So like Monday I was going to be mechanic. Mondays or something because I don't I hate cars or at least I don't know anything about them. So what and mine was going to be called the failure guide. So the failure guys failure guide to automotive whatever or stand up comedy would be one that I'd hopefully be doing. But just doing things that I haven't done and I've told myself I couldn't do to get over the fact that I couldn't do it because I can do it. I can I can learn how a car works. I just don't want to. But if I got in touch with the mechanic guy and he showed me some stuff, I'd get it a bit. You know, it's good to like push yourself out of those comfort zones. That is a good concept. That is a very good concept. Or like, wow, that I'm I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna credit you, but I'll probably use that at some point. Yeah. No, you're fine. I mean, you just told me the same thing, basically. We were basically going to say, we're going to try things. Yours might be outsourced more. Mine yeah. might be more like uh, related to things that I've told myself, self-limiting beliefs or whatever. But who knows? I don't mind. Yeah. You should get a failure license plate, dude. Whatever state you're in, it's not taken. Oh, also, okay. my Colorado one is, I, cr I totaled the car. So it's not on any car in Colorado either. So <laughs> I want people in all 50 states to have a failure plate. Oh, wow. Well. So if anybody out there wants to do it, feel free to send your uh, picture in. Um, well, I also had with the idea that I would make an app and I would basically, um, and I'll basically be like, just put your ideas inside and we'll see if it's done. And there would be, you know, what was done with a water bottle? Did I throw it? Did I drop it off a plane? Did I bury it and check it like four days later, a week later, or a year later? And they would put in like keywords like water bottle and they would see like a list of how many things were done and they can like minimize what I did. So I think that would be a great idea because I have a notebook 
That's like that thick of things I would write down, but it would be complicated because then I would have to go back and forth and see what I did do and did not do. So here's, I could help you. So you put it into Excel and I mean, you don't even need to put it into Excel. I could help you. We could come up with a way where it like, you just have a giant list of things. And then instead of picking out of a hat, you could just have it randomly choose something Mm -hmm. or you can at least organize it all so that you can check off what you've done, check off what you have and track your progress, stuff like that. Oh, sheet. That would work way better than this. Well, but that's the first part. You just type that stuff. You're at least you already got the inputs. Yeah. Well, I have the topics. I don't think I necessarily have the, I mean, I have like a, a list of ideas, but those- well, you could have a column for topic and then a column for yeah. idea and not have it filled out yet. But I mean, like just to organize some of that stuff is, is great because then you'll come up with even more ideas as you're rereading it. You'll be like, oh yeah, this idea. I could make that even better because when I wrote this originally, I was a dumbass and I didn't even realize that if I did something else, it'd be, you know, it's like, it's like a message in a bottle from your old self. Oh yeah. To your current self, like a message from the past. Anyways, uh, where can I send people to go find you if they want to uh, see what you're working on these days and what you're doing? I would say usually TikTok and Instagram would be the, the main things YouTube to try and kick it up. But mm-hmm. with um, YouTube, it's just my regular name, Phil Deason. With okay. TikTok and Instagram and usually everything else, it's King Random, K-1-N-G-R-A-N-D-0-M. Mm-hmm. Cha- Decide maybe I should change it, but I don't know. That's a huge, huge debate that I, I can't figure out. So I can help you through that. Uh, but we'll talk about that afterwards. So I'll put all that stuff in the show notes. Thank you so much for uh, for being on the show, for being vulnerable, sharing your story. And I can't wait to see all the random cool things you do because uh, clearly you're just getting started. Well, thank you. I have a lot. <laughs> Would you like to be more efficient, productive, and confident in your work at the office? Over 750 million people worldwide use Excel yet it's still a misunderstood and frequently misused tool. That's why I created Excel Exposure, so you can work smarter and not harder. The Excel Essentials course gives you over five hours of in-depth video lessons, plus it comes along with my master workbook, which has every function, shortcut, and all the examples to follow along. Investopedia actually included my course in their list of six best online Excel classes of 2021, saying it's best for visual learners. As someone who's an expert in failure, I can certainly teach you and your team how to avoid spreadsheet failures and create bulletproof Excel documents. Use the coupon code FAILURE for 20% off of the lifetime access price. Visit ExcelExposure.com for more information and also my existing award-winning free training. Thanks for joining me on the Failure Guy podcast. If you enjoyed it, feel free to tell somebody. And don't forget, Always try to fail it till you nail it. Till next time.